welcome to our Anchored Daily Podcast. As we prepare our hearts and minds to celebrate the birth of Jesus, we'll be learning from Messianic prophecies, the gospel accounts of Jesus' birth, and the themes of Advent. Hello, Anchor Daily friends, and Merry Christmas. Mark Wasmiller here, and I am blessed that you have taken a few minutes out of your day to join me as we continue our look at Matthew's Gospel and the events that the Holy, that the Holy Spirit inspired him to record surrounding the birth of Jesus. Each year, as the holiday season approaches, preparations for Christmas include revisiting the events of the birth of our Lord and Savior. Nativity scenes are a popular way to commemorate this event. Just come over to our house if you want to see this Christmas tradition in full display multiple times in various ways. The scenes include the familiar stable located somewhere near Bethlehem, the angels that announced his birth, and the shepherds who came to visit that night. The Bible is filled with shepherds and angels. They are familiar to us. But only here in Matthew's Gospel do we encounter the Magi, who came to worship the infant Jesus, the supernatural star that was the impetus behind their quest, and the encounter with King Herod the Great. Our verses today come from Matthew 2, verses 1 through 6, and read as follows. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and came to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all of the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Matthew points out to us a few things with regards to our Lord and Savior in these few verses. First, he points out that Jesus is the Messiah, the King of the Jews. Second, he points out that Jesus is to be acknowledged and worshipped not just by Jews, but by all the nations of the world. Thirdly, he points out that the God of, the, of Israel wields the universe to make the advent of his Son known. Verse 2 announces clearly whom this story is about. Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? These verses are all about a newborn child ordained to be king of the Jews. Verse 4 clarifies what the Magi really mean by king of the Jews. It says, gathering together all of the chief priests and scribes of the people, Herod inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. Herod had been called king of the Jews by the Roman Senate for almost 40 years. It was a political title. But here, the Magi inform him and us that he is not the rightful king of the Jews. By what authority do these foreigners have the right to make such a statement to Herod? The answer to that is found in Daniel chapter 5, verse 11, where we read, King Nebuchadnezzar assigned the prophet Daniel to the high office of chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. So in other words, Daniel, a Jewish captive in Babylon, was appointed to be chief of the Magi. Scholars tell us that Daniel lived about 620 to 538 B.C., 
as the chief of the Magi, his writings would have been studied and read by them down through the centuries, and it's because of Daniel these Magi from the East knew about Jewish prophecy with regards to a coming king. The point I would like to emphasize is that these Gentiles became aware of the birth of the Messiah, and they set out to find and worship him. That's far more than can be said for the chief priests and scribes in Jerusalem. It took Gentile visitors to get their attention. These Gentiles entered Jerusalem with enough pomp and circumstance to disturb the whole city. They entered Jerusalem's, they entered Herod's court, asking, Where is he that has been born king of the Jews? And this takes us, via all of the chief priests and scribes, to the writings of the prophet Micah. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. They answer Herod's and the Magi's question of where? Bethlehem. Quick side note to give you something to chew on. Are you aware that Bethlehem means house of bread? But back to our verses. Herod doesn't ask the priests and scribes who, just where. If Herod had asked who, they might have relayed more of the prophet Micah's words as he proclaims. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity, and he will arise and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. So this king is just not coming into the world through the womb of, womb of his mother Mary. His goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity. This Messiah is, as Isaiah, Isaiah 9.6 tells us, the father of eternity, none other than God himself. Matthew points out that Jesus is to be worshipped not just by Jews, but by all of the nations of the world, as represented by these sojourners from the East. And now, if we jump to the end of Matthew's Gospel, he portrays Jesus from the beginning to the end as the Messiah for all of the nations, not just for the Jews. Here at the beginning, we find worshippers not from Israel, but from the East, most likely from Persia or Babylon. These are Gentiles unclean according to Levitical laws. At the end of Matthew, the last words of Jesus are, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all of the nations. We also learn that these verses that God wields the universe to make his son known and worshipped. Over and over the Bible informs us how certain events unfold that are necessary for God's intricate and delicate tapestry of love to be woven. Just how did this star get the Magi from the east to Jerusalem? Matthew tells us that they saw a star in the east and came to Jerusalem, the capital of Judea, where one would naturally expect to find the newborn king. Now they are told that their journey is not to Jerusalem, but rather to Bethlehem and Judea. How this phenomenon unfolded is not as important as that it did unfold. I recommend that we don't become absorbed with the theories behind this celestial phenomenon. Rather, be in awe of the fact that this event is orchestrated by God to accomplish his purposes. The lesson for us, God is guiding foreigners to Christ to worship him. And he is doing it by exerting global, universal, supernatural influence. Luke tells us how God influences the entire Roman Empire so that a census is decreed at the exact time necessary to get a virgin heavy with child from Nazareth to Bethlehem in order to fulfill a prophecy about the Messiah to be born. 
Matthew also shows God influencing the stars of his heaven to get Magi to Bethlehem so that they can worship him. How much more should you and I be moved to worship him? I pray that God, through his Holy Spirit, would use these verses to waken in us a desire for Christ himself. May we say from the heart, Lord Jesus, you are the Messiah, the King of Israel. All nations will come and bow down before you. Father God, you wield the power of the universe to point all of mankind to Jesus, the Messiah, that he is to be worshipped. Therefore, whatever opposition we may encounter in this life, may we joyfully ascribe authority and dignity to our Savior, our Messiah, the Son of David, Jesus, born King of the Jews, ordained to one day be seated on David's throne and to be acknowledged as Lord by all. In his wonderful, awesome name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you drop a like and subscribe so you are always up to date on the latest podcast. And don't forget to go to Bethel.ch to check out all the amazing opportunities here at Bethel Church. Uh-huh.